0: This is comment picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick, what's going on? Uh, well, it's like it's like kind of it's kind of hot right now, but it's like at least it's not like tropical hot like it was last week.
1: Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, it's summer and dog days of August. You know, whatever. We're uh, going to be uh, in it for a bit, but hey, think of it this way. It'll end soon. <laughs>
0: yes, it's like and like we're not and we're not going to be nearly as miserable as the people in the in the series that I'm going to be talking about this week, which is called a Wolfsmund.
1: Uh, Wolfsmund. Okay.
0: Yes, um, it's like longtime readers know that I've been talking talking about the uh, eight volume the uh, volumes of the series for a while. Um, like and it's like because it's basically it's unique amongst uh, manga in the sense that it's uh, it's not it's a series that. A, doesn't take place in japan at all it doesn't even take place in the modern day at all either it's like this is a series that takes place in the early early 14th century that focuses on the um on the revolution in the swiss cantons that eventually led to uh the forming of switzerland itself it's like now the thing is though is that the uh that um it's an age volume series but um Volumes one through six are concerned with a very specific story in this struggle, um, like a fictional story for, ours, for, for as, I, as far as I can tell. It takes place because the uh, focus of the series, the um, the uh, Wolf's Maw of the title, is the um, fortress at the um, Saint Gothard Pass, which is um, run by um, a bailiff, um, bailiff Wolfram, who has a very uncanny ability to, uh, to like to suss out. Um, like people who are passing through, through, like um through his station for um uh, like for uh, uh unworthy means. Like we see this at the very um beginning when one of the uh, rebellions' daughters is being escorted through. Um, it's like by one, like by, by one of their most capable knights, and um, things don't go well for them. Um, then we get a uh, story. Follows it up with another one where it has a. Uh, take like a take like a very capable mem- another capable female member of the rebellion using all of her skills to try and get past the uh the bailiff it's like and um that ending in tragedy as well and um the uh final story in the first volume introduces to someone who's going to become the uh, um a sensible main character of the series um Wilhelm tell and if you think well hey that sounds like william tell yeah you, you'd be right um he is the son of william who is a um Who's also in the story as well, and he's kind of like the uh, spiritual like um, leader and the figurehead of, of the re- of the rebellion, and um, he he and his son are in in the first one. You're trying to get past the uh, the pass by like going through the mountains. Only the bailiffs um sees through that as well. Now it's like one of my concerns with um, with the series early on was that it's going to be like you know kind of a um like a like a miser- a series of miserabilism. Like you hey, it's like oh they're going to try to get past the. Uh, like the bailiff oh nope they're gonna fail that's gonna suck it's like it's just gonna like you know people trying to get past and failing but maybe even striking a spiritual um victory along the way um such as the case with the uh with the madam who uh runs the uh one of the inns near the uh it's like um near the sink got hard pass and um serves as in the first two volumes at least as kind of like the uh like a like, like the spiritual guardian of the people trying to try, like I'm trying to get through. Now um, fortunately, um the manga um, Mitsuhi, Mitsuhisa Kuji um se- seems to sense this and um after and um while well, there are some interesting twists in the first first two volumes, like such as store the two part story that focuses on um some traders um with like within the uh, within the Swiss cantons that are being um oppressed by this like by this pass and the uh and the Habsburg and the Habsburg family, who was basically who basically views um, the uh, like these three cantons, um, like some Schwiizuri and Unterwalden, as being on um, their like on um, their territory. Um, like you got these traders who are like selling out, um, like our like the rebellion, and like uh, fo- and we get um, a, like a uh, couple of chapters from their from their perspective. So, yet these first two the first two volumes are kind of basically take the whole, you know, people trying to get through um, St. Gotthard Pass and failing, that kind of storyline as far as it can go. And in Volume 3, that's when um, we finally um, start getting into, you know, the uh, battle against um, the, uh, it's, like, it's like the um, Fortress itself. And um, for the next three volumes, volumes, well actually four really, we get a uh, really brutal story of killing by inches as um, forces on the uh, s- southern and northern sides of the pass try to get through um, in like like into the um, like into the station and to take out Wolfram himself now the thing is like the, like um, the makaaka Mitsushikuji well first of all she's a woman which I mentioned this because Holy shit! This 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 um, series is as brutal and gory as um, anything this side of Berserk, which you know, she actually worked as a assistant to Kentaro Miura on like for like for a while. I remember reading reading this. It's like I'm um, back on Anime a news network a couple of years ago. So and um she um does not shy away from any of the brutality of the series, whether it's, you know, like, um, women, women getting beheaded, um, guys getting their, um, skulls crushed in by horses hooves. Um, people being like, um, people being torched, like I'm tortured at length. It's like, it is brutal. It's like, it is brutal and unrelenting. And if you are, and if, um, you know, it's like, you hear me say, compare this series to berserk in terms of violence. And you think, you yeah, know, that's, that's, that's probably a bit too much right there. It's like, yeah, this the series may be a bit too unrelenting. Like I'm um, for you, but if you're like me and like you just and um you've learned to appreciate really creative um like instances of violence and torture over the years. Like I don't think that's necessarily a good thing, but that's just how things have turned out. Then um yeah, it's like Wolfman like um will offer like um lots of different com- different compelling, interesting, and gross um, instances of violence and torture over the course of the series. But um, it is not unrelentingly um, bleak for the most part because, you know, it's like even um, in the bits early on when, you know, Wolfram is just, you know, like using his al- almost uncannily supernatural ability to suss out um, pe- um, like um, liars as they pass through um, the station. It's like there are still moments when when he realizes when some people do manage to get the better of him. And um, you'll, you learn to live for those series as you're for those moments as you're reading this series. And, um, she meant, and, um, Kooji does dole out enough of them in order to keep you going. And in fact, reading, rereading this series, it's a lot easier to take when you know, th- when you know what's coming. And also to see that, you know, that, um, Wolfram, like, um, do- there are lots of moments in there when Wolfram does realize that, oh shit, um, like things aren't, um, Aren't going my way. It's like this isn't how I planned. I've got to find some other way to uh, deal with this. And um, like I said, from volumes three to six, it's basically killing by inches as the uh, like as as the rebels try to uh, um, get try to get through to um, fight their way through the uh, it's like um, through the station and deal with all the the uh, traps that that have been laid inside there from from millstones to grind up. Um, ke- people um, into like as they try to um, get, pa- get past um, corridors to um, the uh, defenders. i um, dumping molten lead on the on the assailants, and like, ugh, that 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 was just plain nasty. When you see a guy's face melted away with that, and also um, the bits with uh, it's like when because um, Greek fire is used like a whole hell of a lot in this series as well as our, um, like. Per- Like primitive firearms, which um, which the uh, rebels use to try and uh, in suicide attacks to try and breach the uh, doors and portcullises, they find. Now, it's worth mentioning that even this series doesn't take place in Japan. It is very Japanese in its sensibilities, in the sense that you know you've got these heroes who are very concerned with their personal honor, and also uh, more than anything else, who are willing to uh, die for their like to achieve their goals more than anything else to the point where like you've got these um like the, these suicide troops who will use these um hand cannons in order to um, breach enemy defenses or who will um run through um my greek fire like in order to um build a mound of corpses and um hay bales in order that will allow um the rebels in order to get into the station itself later on we even get um a group of two hundred soldiers um, sacrificing their all of their lives in order to um, trick the duke into a three hundred esque take a fight, um, like a fi- um a fighting engagement. So, so yeah, it's like it's not. So yeah, it's like it's not um in Japan, but it's very Japanese in its, it's like in its execution. And but the thing is, those like these first six volumes, which are basically the story, of the story of the taking of, um, the St. Godhard pass and, um, and the ultimate downfall of like, of, Be- Be- of the, of Bailiff Wolfram. It's like, that is the heart of the, of the series really. And, you know, like, I say, um, my like, down his downfall, and you're know, like, you know, it's, you know, said spoilers, but no, trust me, you're, you're going to want to know that, yeah, he does suffer greatly for what he's done, because my God, he is a, he is a ginormous asshole and that, um, it's not just that, and by the, and after uh, reading the series for a while, you're, you're not just going to want to know that, um, that he dies, but, um, that he dies badly. And yes, that is something I can assure you. Yes, he does die badly. He dies badly. It's like in a way that, you know, I, it could have been worse to be, to be perfectly honest. But, um, what we get in the series is, um, like I think deeply satisfying, considering his his many crimes. It's like over the course of the first six volumes, but you know, it's like the thing is like the uh, first six volumes are basically concerned solely with um, Wolfram and this uh, and like and this pass. So it's kind of like you know, okay, well, now that you've done this, I mean, like this is like where the series by all rights. Um, the series should have ended with a nice little epilogue saying that, hey, you know, it's like eventually the Swiss these Swiss rebels were able to uh, take um th- um defeat the Habsburgs and the modern and um, that whats that and that eventually led to the modern day founding of Switzerland. Well, that's not what happens. you see because um the series goes on for another two volumes where um it's like where the uh, it's like uh, it's like where theswi. With um, the Schweiss Canton, we found out that we see the uh, Schweiss Canton, and their struggle to resist um, Duke Leopold when he comes back um, with um, several with um, two thousand cavalry and seven thousand um, peasants in order to uh, take crush the rebellion there. Now, Volume Seven is just really kind of depressing in the sense that you know it's one where the good guys just get their ass handed to them almost relentlessly towards the end, but. Um, but it also left me. It really left me feeling that you know, hey, if this is the new direction for the series, you know, it's like I can't really see, see this going on much longer. It's like, and in fact, like you know, volume eight is the end, and um, its main um, and its main uh, focus is, like, is entirely on this one battle called the Battle of Morgarten, Morgarten, which uh, which apparently is a was a real battle that happened. It's like, like in the uh, it's like in the early four- 14th century, and um, if you're familiar with um, three hundred, then you'll know that um, sometimes the the right the choice of the, like the uh, of where to fight counts for the um for the most in any battle, and that's um, and if you're reading this, you'll think you might be getting the feeling that um that as um Leopold pursues these two hundred people, these two hundred peasants, that um you know maybe. They're leading him into a trap. <laughs> well, you'll have to read the uh, volume to find out, you know, exactly how that goes. But it is—I will say that it is deeply. It, it is very satisfying, and for a for a self-contained story, it is pretty inter- pretty entertaining. It's like it does wrap up the series I'm um, pretty satisf fairly pretty sa- in a pretty satisfying fashion, and it even allows for um, bailiff Wolfram to make a hum deeply appropriate cameo it's like um like in the middle in the middle of the volume as well so it's like but what was interesting for me to learn was that um, at the end of the volume um, there's an afterwards afterward from Koji where she talks about how um, wolf wolfman was able to come to a conclusion in the exact form that she discussed when it was in the serialization proposal for the series which this really strikes me as odd because, you know, like those, like I said, you spend six volumes on one thing and then two volumes to uh, just show you, hey, uh, and then um, this is how the Swiss achieved independence. There you go. It's kind of wrong headed, actually. But um, as far as the story goes, it's, as a story that's being told, it's not bad. I mean... Like I said volume 7 was depressing but it leads into volume 8 which um like does end on a very positive um like earned note of um like a it's like a, of happiness with all the characters so so I mean oh so so it's it's really odd that um the series um like was planned out this way it, if I were to guess I would assume that uh, that maybe who, when that when this was series was approved they kind of thought the, um maybe the editors thought well like you know this, this like the series isn't going to be that popular so might as well just might just go ahead and say say yeah and if it gets canceled we can just cancel it volume at volume six but apparently i guess it was the series was just popular enough that they said well okay we can just keep it going to the uh to, like, to the point where this the um Manga wanted it to end, and but no more. So there you go. I mean, like I said, it's a very oddly paced and structured series, but um, definitely, uh, but definitely an entertaining one. It's like, and um, it's like, and also one that, from what I've heard, is like very outside the uh, tastes of most manga readers in the U.S. Because I've heard word that this is one of Vertical's worst-selling uh, manga tato- titles. Well, because it's a uh, series about um, Swiss freedom fighters, it's like in the early 14th century. That doesn't have a mon- an anime adaptation to drive sales. That's not surprising. But you know, this is like this is one of those cases where it's a good kind of different. It's like, and it's a uh, welcome, it's a welcome like, um change from like the uh, so that's like you know, focus on like um on high schoolers, it's like car- people, kids with psychic powers and what and whatnot. So yeah, that may sound like something a bit cynical on my part, but you know it's like Wolf Wolfspund overall is the good kind of different. Just uh, just make sure you've got the uh, stomach for it, and no, I do mean stomach because oh, like I said, it's re- it's really goddamn violent. It's as violent as you'd expect from someone who worked as an assistant to Miura on um, on Berserk. But um, in the end, it tells like it tells it tells an inter- tells an interesting story. Um, like pretty well for the most part. Okay, John. Um, any thoughts on your end about all
1: this? So you're saying that it was kind of rushed to a conclusion? You think?
0: Uh, no, just oddly structured. Because I was like, I before I read the uh, before I read the uh, afterward in volume eight, I I I was dead set on believing that. Uh, that she, that, um, at, that, um, she, that, um, kuji was trying to extend the story after volume six. So that, that she just said, okay, well, this is just popular enough. I, I, I gotta keep my meal ticket going. Gotta, gotta keep, but, um, no, the, uh, like I said, the volume eight ends with her selling, this is, this is how, this is how she wanted to tell that story, but it's just like, you know, it's like volume, like I said, it's, like I said, it's fo- volumes one through six are just like one. Feels like the story. Feel like the story that that needed to be told here. Volume seven and eight. Um, I don't know. It's like they feel tacked on. They. they I was like, on one hand, kind of yeah, but
1: like an still, after, like maybe an afterthought. So that that kind of changes uh, the pacing of it. You'd say. Yeah, it's
0: like uh, I don't know. It's like it doesn't. The thing is, though, it's like I didn't get the feeling um in volume 8 that this is a we got to wrap this up now story. 8 volume 8 does feel like like a proper ending one where um like oh like this is this is how it was supposed to end not not like um not like how she was like like cancellation was imminent. So I'm inclined to believe what she says that this is how she uh planned the story. It's just it's just really weird. Why would you do, why would you plan a, like a series where like two volumes, or well, the final two volumes aren't really pertinent to the main story.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, that's interesting. And that, May not have been the first time that something like that has ever come up before, you know. Although, like I said, you might see that in like syndication, like oh, someone's just short of syndication, maybe in the past, and then they would add a story onto the end. But uh, yeah, yeah, um, it's
0: like I, I get the feeling that um the series is just popular enough for them to give her all the ropes she needed for the series, but not popular enough for them to say, well, maybe you should um. Go ahead and keep extending it. All so. right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I I assume that that's how manga writers actually write. You know, it's uh they they do they like the stories, and then they can continue with the story arc. But then you know it's like if uh you know they get the bad vibes that you know well maybe they don't want to continue it. Then then they might I, have I, to change their the writing style. You think?
0: I get the feeling that if this series had been selling a million, a million copies per volume, we would have got the uh, the story of Swiss independence in excruciating detail.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's...
0: and I'm sure, okay, like, hey, maybe even Wolfram would have made a, maybe we even would have survived. Uh, it's like what happens to him at volume six, and to come back to come back as the big boss, it's like in the final volume. You know, it's like this would probably would have got it may have gone like full like um full shonen. Like, I'm full shonen manga at that point.
1: So. Uh, yep. So, cool. Um, so, what do you have planned for next time?
0: Uh, no clue, but, um, I've got a, but I got a big um, stack of stuff from the right stuff and, um, cheap graphic novels to, to go through, so maybe I'll have some idea um, by the time we sit down to record again.
1: All right, great, and we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glitch.
0: All right, laters.